Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Ooh, oh, long day. Three services, got it banged out. We said goodbye to one of our families that's mm-hmm. leaving the hoosts. Felt bad. Uh, my son Cohen hangs yeah. out with, with their kid, right? Wait, wait which one? Uh, Reagan. Oh, okay, yeah, because the names are weird. Yeah, 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 go ahead. So uh, they hang out at school, outside of school. Yeah. And just like, all of a sudden, I, I look at the back row, and there's Cohen just crying. Oh. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? Who? Hey, why, you why, baby, why are you crying? Well, yeah, I said, don't, 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 you want to go to your room? Go well, to your, I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? You know? And he's like, oh, well, Reagan, it's just, he's moving. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. Quit crying. No, no. I was yeah. like, ah, well, he's still outside, like, playing. Why don't you go outside? You can go play. For one last time before you never see him again. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Before you'll never, ever uh, play with yeah. him again. That friend is gone. <clears throat> yeah, so that was, uh, <laughs> we always we always say goodbye in case you're wondering. Whenever one of our, we're a smaller church, so we can do this. Whenever one of our members or member families is moving, this, uh, this family is moving back to California mm-hmm. after being with us for a number of years, uh, we bring them up front. Uh, we just thank God for them. We pray for them. People come up and uh, say goodbye. Sweet time. It's good. Hey, how's, how's your weekend going? It's going really good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm what'd loving you, What'd you do? What'd you do this weekend, Jimmy? Why, why does it matter? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you said it was really good. So, like, why don't you share? What was well, fun? I, I mean, I, I uh, fellowshipped and mm-hmm. yeah, I saw uh, that. Enjoy- what do you mean? I saw that. I saw the saw on Instagram that, uh, no, I, no, I got a text from Steve. That's what it was. Oh. That you and Molly and, no, wait, you and what's your wife's name? Michelle. Uh-huh. That you and Michelle and Steve and Molly and and Greg and Allison went out to like a nice dinner what? sitting outside on a patio what? and I was not invited I noticed I, I noticed because I wasn't there <laughs> what do you mean I, I, I mean you know it's not here's the thing Joe mm-hmm. there's two things one yeah. you always say no no or I you, don't or you back out at the last minute no I don't I've been out with you before you just okay. have to invite me go yeah, ahead yeah. Uh, and then two mm-hmm. uh this was a last minute thing. Oh, yeah. And we yeah, weren't yeah, going to yeah. waste your time knowing yeah. you'd say no. Okay. First of all, uh, you didn't even try. So there's that. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't it, care. Because it's I last minute care. and I know you wouldn't do it. No, I would have done it. I would have no, done you, it. No, you, you totally would have totally done it. You're, no, you would not. Yeah, I would have. No, you yep. would not. You're telling me you were free Friday night. Mm. That you and Jen oh, were free. Friday night? Yeah. yeah. You're such a liar. What are you talking about? You're a liar. Because I know you. I know you. No matter. First of all, you don't like doing these things. You don't enjoy doing these things. I wouldn't even have cared. But the fat then. You took Mr. Handsome Pilot over, brought your the handsome pilot, one of the handsome pilots here at Redeemer, to your house. Him and his wife. Well, yes, Matt. Yeah. Matt, and, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Handsome. First of all, why why are pilots handsome? Like, what is that all about? They got like hair, and they mm-hmm. they have the the whole thing down. Like, I don't know yeah. what's going on with that. You're kind of focused on them a bit too uh, much. Well, I don't. Under, first of all, you okay. Okay, Once so yes. is fine. Twice in a week, and you didn't invite me what, or anything. No, because you could have invited me over there. No, because Michelle and I were hanging out with them. Yeah, you, you could have said, them. "Hey, Joe's gonna come by." No, why? Why ruin it? It would have okay, been a fantastic whatever, whatever. evening. Listen, I'm tired. I Man, we had three a great times. time. I don't want to hear so, about yeah, Michelle Matt's and I had stupid a, a hair. Fantastic week, and then tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want to talk about tonight. Yeah, probably yet. not. No, yeah, who no. are you hanging out with tonight? No, I can't tell you. Me, don't. Yeah. Well, well, it's Father's Day, so you're probably. Well, the Mons and and yeah. and and Jen, they're all coming over. The Mons and Jen. Yes, yes. Okay, so we just didn't invite you. Okay. Oh, my wife, Jen. Okay. <laughs> hey, actually, listen. If I get to be all by myself, I like that. Too. See, I told you exactly. <laughs> I know how yeah. you are. 
All right. So we are going to uh, step into paragraph three mm -hmm. of chapter 17 of the 1689 on Perseverance of the Saints. Unfortunately, I've lost my glasses, so I won't be able to read this. But Jimmy, oh, no you, way. You, you, I really don't have But one. I thought you had a chain. Remember? Yeah. Remember you're like, oh, hey, guys, I got this fantastic chain. Never going to lose my glasses again. Right. And I never did. Never going to lose my glasses again. I never lost my glasses while I had the chain. I have my chain. It's the best. So the chain got lost. Yeah. So the chain got lost. So the chain got lost. Totally different situation. Actually, I think the chain's right over there. Yeah, it's broken. Actually, it is. There it is. Oh, is it broken? That's different than lost. So let's do paragraph three. You're going to have to read it because I can't. All right. Um, and though they may, through the temptation of Satan and of the world, the prevalency of corruption remaining in them, and the neglect of means of the per preservation, fall into grievous sins and for a time continue therein, whereby they incur God's displeasure and grieve his Holy Spirit, come to have their graces and comforts impaired, their, have their hearts hardened and their consciences wounded hurt and scandalized others and bring temporal judgment upon themselves yet shall they renew their repentance and be pro be preserved through faith in christ jesus to the end 13 13 13 stumbles and mispronunciations oh. i counted all right so <clears throat> this is great. that was something that matt talked about last yeah. night how oh, you always, yeah how you always try to make fun of me for reading y yeah. yeah yeah matt doesn't for matt i matt says i'm a good reader thank you matt yeah, listen. He, Matt, no, Matt yeah. says I'm a good reader. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's an expert at keeping people calm under duress. He knows that <laughs> if I rattle you too much, if you don't feel good about yourself, that you're mm. not going to be okay. As a pilot, he knows how to calm people down. He's just calming you down. All right, so essentially what, what's being said in paragraph three is that although we have this promise of perseverance, that, yeah. that God by his spirit through the means of grace will cause us to continue all the way to the end, it doesn't mean that we can't backslide and blow up our lives. Yeah. We can backslide. And and some of us have. And blow up our lives. And some of us do. Do you want to share any stories, Jimmy? Where no, you, you might know what? Want to I, don't want, about, I don't want to talk about oh, any backsliding. I don't want to be transparent. I, I don't honest. want to be okay, transparent anymore. Okay. Uh, because the last time I did this, someone left me high okay, and dry. That was two years ago. And that was episode one. It was episode one. <laughs> Like first we time, did an episode yeah, of yeah, you're like yeah, we're like oh man you know we're gonna be different than these other podcasts we're, we're gonna, gonna be honest transparent. and transparent yeah, we were. and great. so you're like all right go ahead Jim we're like oh, okay cool cool yeah da, da. go ahead Joe nah nah that's messed up I'm out yeah yeah well I didn't didn't need to double down you know what I mean like you you I didn't want to overwhelm people with uh, with that much mm. sin <clears throat> so we can fall into corruption and how does it say that that we we wind up in these backslidden states what does it come through yeah so first uh, temptation of satan and of the world mm. uh secondly uh prevalency of corruption remaining in them and then third the neglect of means of their mm -hmm. preserve or yeah of their preservation great <clears throat> okay so the temptation of satan in the world like obviously obviously temptation can come from within our own mm. hearts but frequently it's coming from these two directions the devil does seek to destroy us. I just yep. was preaching on we're that just quite a bit on that, today. Yeah, this morning. Um, and the world, right? The world is constantly luring us. So if we're saying that a temptation is essentially uh, an attempt to um, destroy our faith and uh, distract us from Christ or lead us away from the gospel, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes the devil and the world is effective. That can't through this we can wind up in a backslidden state. Yeah, it's enticing as we're as we're as we're being tempted by these things that our, our hearts are naturally drawn to. Right. So it's, these are outside of us. Yep. But the second one has to do with what's inside of us. That that remaining corruption uh, within us. And we've talked about this. Even though we are we have been uh, we are elected, we're justified. Even though uh, the Spirit is with us, there still yet remains that corruption that that pulls us away from God. 
Yeah, right. The Jesus says <clears throat> uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yep. Right. So even though we have the Holy Spirit, we have a new spirit within us. We're not perfected. Uh, we're going to be tempted. We're going to struggle. And so that internal remaining corruption is oftentimes one of the reasons why we fall into um, uh, a really a really bad situation. Mm-hmm. But then it, it, it then it mentions uh, the neglect of the means of preservation. So we know what it means to neglect stuff. Mm-hmm. What are the means of preservation? I mean, I, I would always be looking at the means of grace. When, yeah, yeah. When we're talking about uh, the study of God's word, prayer, community, worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, journaling. Service. Journaling. Service. Mm-hmm. Journaling? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Donnie Whitney has journaling down as a spiritual Smoking. discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right, because you you were doing that spiritual discipline this morning, as yeah. I saw on your Instagram. Yes, yeah, so I go outside, I go behind the church, mm-hmm. and once I have my notes photocopied and highlighted, and yep. then put in my Bible, then I go out there and I smoke a cigar and to the uh, glory of God. Yeah, to the glory, and I put the ashes on the playground where the kids play, and then um, <laughs> <laughs> and then <clears throat> and then uh, I pray and I go over my notes. So that's that's how I do it. Mm, yeah, good, good, wonderful. Good. So yeah, the means of grace, right? Yep. Uh, the means of grace. We, you neglect those. You can wind up in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the corruptions internally uh, are getting out of hand. You can wind up in trouble. And the way this trouble is described as falling into grievous sins and for a time continuing in them. Mm-hmm. So this backslidden state, grievous sins. Once again, the, the, the 1689 does this. Some sins are more heinous or are more devastating or have a greater impact than other sins. Correct. And uh, you can, as a believer fall into grievous sins. You know, it always, it always, I always find it interesting that people will say, well, look, I don't know. A Christian would never do that. A Christian would never do that thing. Oh, well, what yeah. thing is that? Is it the thing that you've never done? It's always interesting to me. The thing that these fundamentalists think that a Christian would never do happen to be the things that they've never done, mm-hmm. but they aren't the things that biblical characters have, have done. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Falling into adultery, uh, trying to kill, well, killing off, uh, yeah. you know, to uh, the husband to hide their, their shame. Yeah, there's like, there's like a whole lot of messed up things that yeah. Christians do. Uh, that well, the part that I the, love the most is yeah. when an individual says, oh, I would never do that grievous sin. And then I think to myself, oh, okay, just I'm just going to wait a little bit. Uh, oh, there it is. Give it five minutes. Yeah, give, give, give it five minutes. <laughs> you set a timer. Hang on, I'm setting my timer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, it, and honestly, like, I've said that. I mean, I have said that I would never do that. I would never do that. <laughs> and then one day you're like, oh, oops. Oh, well, I, I just did that. <laughs> I just did the thing I said and, I would never do. And I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really bad. Not only did I do it, I liked doing yeah. it. I have some big repenting to do. I remember I had a guy, he was, uh, and this guy was a, to- I'll be honest, this guy, I felt, I, he was pretty dopey. I didn't like him, not a good theologian. And he turned out to be not such a great pastor in so many ways. Hmm. But um, he did say something to me when I was a freshman at Moody and he was a senior. And we were arguing about what I thought was acceptable and what he thought was acceptable. And he said, you will change your tune. Sorry, I'm not sure I understand. Okay, so uh, let me try and explain it so you do understand. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally hit the button. Did you hit the Siri button? I, I didn't mean to. I was trying to get the ash <laughs> off of my keyboard. And, all right, right. Ahead, please explain it so the, that the, even the, Siri understands. Okay, so the, the point is, he said... You are young. You think you are immune or you think you figured it out. But in four or five years, you're going to wind up doing this very thing and you're going to have some repenting to do. And he was right. He mm. was 100% right. So we can all fall into this. There, the point here is that no one is beyond the possibility of falling into a backslidden yeah, state. And that's, to me, that, that's a dangerous place to be is when you start to be so arrogant mm-hmm. and prideful to believe that I'm above this sort of uh, 
uh, temptation or I'm above uh, falling into that sin, mm-hmm. that's I'd be careful because I think that's the sin you're going to fall into. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you never want to go. I would never I would never go and minister in that state. That's where you're going now. Yeah. You said that God's going to put you there guaranteed. Like, I would never go to that country. That's where God's going to That's put where you. you're going to go. Yep. Uh, yeah. It usually works. Lord, out. I, I would never minister in Jamaica. <laughs> he <laughs> knows you. He, you can't game never, him. You never. Can't, he's going to game you. No, I don't want the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> don't send me to the tropics. God isn't Pat, okay? <laughs> you can't reverse psychology. God. Like, like a canasta. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I would hate a four. <laughs> Oh, I wish I had a four. Pat discards a four, and you're like, thanks. That's the seventh, sucker. All right. And here's the thing. Backslidden state can be uh, for a period of time. For a time, continue therein. Oh, goodness. And when you do this, you can incur God's displeasure and grieve the Holy Spirit and have the, the graces and comforts impaired. So, Joe, right? how, do, how do we, like, when we talk about in, incur God's displeasure and mm-hmm. grieve his Holy Spirit, like, what do we mean by that? Well, it's not. First of all, it, people are like, well, does, is God upset when we sin? In in the sense that a father is upset when mm-hmm. his son dishonors him, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't love us. It doesn't mean that we are unjustified, that we are in in danger of being damned or anything like that. Yeah, the Christian incurs the displeasure of God, right? So, in other words, a um, God it. It, as the Holy Spirit interacts with us, is said to be grieved, and therefore there is a response, right? Mm-hmm. And and the response is on the one hand, you can have your comforts, your grace is impaired. Like one of the ways to think about it is, you're going to lose an assurance of your salvation in a backslidden state, and you should. Because in a backslidden state, you're not given really any evidences of saving faith, yeah, yeah. or very, very few. So you might lose the assurance of salvation. There's a comfort and a grace that will be impaired. Or your heart can be hardened. Your conscience can be wounded. Like you can actually not, you can start, stop feeling. Like that mm-hmm. sin that used to feel so bad. You guys have been now, here. Yeah. I've been here. That sin used to feel really bad. You were so embarrassed and ashamed and broken and you cried and repented. But now when you do it, yeah, it's all, you know. Ain't no thing. Yeah. And so it doesn't just stop there. Like, some, like what we're talking about there is things within, right? Mm-hmm. Having their graces and comforts impaired, having their hearts hardened and their right. consciences wounded, but then yep. hurt and scandalize others. Other. So your sin, your backslidden state the uh, the is is now affecting those around you. It's it so your, bad. It's so bad. It could be your friends, your family. Oftentimes we see it in that way. It might hurt the church, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's, it's going to hurt those around you. And listen, if you spend any time in ministry, you're going to see this a lot. You're going to see it if you're if you're in ministry. You're going to see this a lot more than people that aren't in ministry. Hopefully, you're in a church that's healthy or in a context that's healthy, and people are going to so be which means honest. they're transparent. Yeah, yep. yep. And you're going to see this, and you're going to see wow, real Christians doing real sin, causing real harm. It doesn't mean that this stuff doesn't happen. This stuff does happen, but how you deal with it is mm-hmm. uh, is really what ministry is all about. And it even says. That not only can you scandalize others through this, but you can bring temporal judgment upon yourself. Mm, what does that mean? So it's it's not like people like I thought we weren't judged. I mean, how can we be judged? We can't be punished. Like right, you're not judged or punished in that sense, but you will be disciplined. I mean, just think Hebrews, right? You will bring discipline upon yourself mm-hmm. so that you will learn to share in the holiness of God. God disciplines the sons and daughters that He loves. He will afflict them out of a kindness. So that they will see the seriousness of their sin and learn to turn away from it. So, yeah, uh, when I encounter uh, s- any serious difficulty, whether it's a, a, a an illness 
or a circumstance that is disastrous, uh, one of the things I do is go, hmm, let me look at my life here. Yeah. Let me take a close look at my sin and see what's going on. Because maybe, I don't know, maybe God is using this as a means of getting my attention and disciplining me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not that. But what I usually find is there are things I need to be repenting of. Yeah. And this... And we all find that about you as well, yeah. Yeah. You all find out things that I that I need to repent of, and um, I appreciate that. Cause yeah, appreciate you, bro. I wouldn't... If I had the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't need that, but I need that, but obviously, because yeah, I'm reprobate and yes. going to hell. Yes. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, legalists. Um, <laughs> all you legalists here ever do. So, yeah, we... Um, those temporal judgments are just that. They're temporal. It's not mm-hmm. eternal judgments. It's discipline to bring you to the point where you uh, can once again be renewed. It's that restoration that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's, it's it, 69 ends on that. Yet shall they renew their repentance and be preserved through faith in Christ Jesus to the end. What great hope that we have here, yeah, right? right? In the midst of this, even though uh, for, for those of us that have backslidden, for those of us that do struggle, for those of us that, that fall into temptation, even whether it's just for a moment or it's for a, a, a period of time, knowing that because we are, we are God's elect, because yeah. we are in him, shall renew their repentance and be preserved through faith in Christ Jesus to the end. Let, let, let's, let's end on this. Two things. <clears throat> What would we say to somebody who is in, the, in a backslidden state? And what would we say to somebody whose friend is in a backslidden state, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think about somebody who is in a backslidden state, my encouragement to you would be twofold. Off the top of my head, twofold. Number one, crack that Bible and get on your knees. Um, this is not necessarily going to change everything. But the means of grace uh, are the primary instruments that God uses to change our hearts. And I have found that throughout my life that when I am in a bad way uh, it is it, it is the scripture and prayer where I begin to rediscover uh, the, the sweetness and the glory of God and the bitterness of my own sin so that's one thing I would say uh, and the other thing I would say is confess your sins to a friend who you can trust to mm-hmm. guide you to back to communion with God I, th- that's my general advice to somebody that's yeah. in that state would you add anything to that? No, no, but I think for um, um, for those that have a friend, friend yeah. have a friend, yeah, I would say uh, the three P's. Mm. You know, I'd say uh, you want to be in prayer, mm-hmm. you want to be patient, mm-hmm. and you want to be pointing them to the gospel. I like that. You know, and so I think first off, prayer, because we know that is the power of the Holy Spirit. That it's the Holy Spirit that that moves hearts, and that it, it's not going to be. I think sometimes we think if I could just be, uh, if, if I could just convince them you know yeah. if i can win this argument if i can have them see my way that there are they will change and they will come back to the faith and i know that you're well-meaning you're well-meaning because you love the individual and you know you know that uh that that this is real and you want them to walk in the joy of their salvation um but you got to be patient you know and so you got you got to pray for them you know prayer no leaning in knowing that um it is only the power of the Holy Spirit. You want need to be patient with them. It's not going to change overnight. It's nope. going to take some. Some people are years, and they'll sometimes they'll show like a a sudden burst of of, of transformation, and then ugh, they wilt again. And then you get yeah, you get discouraged, but you got to be patient, knowing That's that right. God's timing is is perfect. What was the first P? The first P was prayer. Prayerful, patient, and then uh, point them to the gospel. I like that. Yeah, not it's not law. 
No. You're not just giving them law and not nope. telling them what to do. Nope. Showing them the grace of God. And I'll just say one other thing, but it's not a P. I even looked at thesaurus.com to see if I could find another word that starts with P. <laughs> but the word is gentle. Right. Yeah. But it really goes, it's a, it's, it's an, it's a, it's a compliment to, to, to patient, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be gentle, right? Uh, Galatians 6 1. Um, that when somebody is in sin, that uh, you seek the restoration in a spirit of gentleness, yeah, right? Take so, pity on them, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you've got to be uh, – There's a, there's, I guess there's a difference between, in my mind, between the guy that barks orders at somebody like a drill sergeant mm-hmm. and a person who comes alongside as a fellow soldier who's been yeah, wounded yeah. and picks you up. And I think that's really um, – a better perspective. So those are, those are good thoughts, man. If you're, if you're struggling with sin, um, or if you see your friend struggling with sin, uh, the fundamental answer is the grace of God in the local church. That's the right, through the means of grace, uh, through the involvement investment of friends, uh, you, you're not likely to find health apart from it. So go get on it. Um, and don't, uh, don't miss the opportunity to help somebody or to seek help for yourself. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some Gosh. gear. Fresh pod every month. Maybe it's on the chain. <laughs> every Monday and Thursday, blog posts on Wednesdays, video content on Fridays. Oh, hey, Joe. Happy Father's Day. Forgot to tell you. Happy Father's Day. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, great. Okay, later. See-